When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. My wife's not asking me for permission right. to go spend money. Whenever, and she, you know, frequently will ask me, hey, babe, I want to do this. Can, and that comes across, people think she's asking for permission. She's not asking for permission. As a steward of our finances, she's asking the availability. Ooh. Right. Do you then, like, want people to love you the way that all the whole girls love you? Because they come the at you. the girls. Ooh. Welcome. Welcome to the Singles Mansion, first edition, first season. Whoa! <laughs> I think that's gonna stick with them. That's crazy. Yeah. Look, just because you're talking about, I know, don't I make no. Is it nothing okay. or okay. is it No! Yo, what's going on, fam? It's your boy Anthony O'Neill. Welcome back to the table, the ATL edition. That's right. We're not at the table, but we have a table. It's not as dope as mine, but it will do what it do. Because I wanted to come down to Atlanta, have a dope conversation with my friends. And some people, some of my friends actually met me in Atlanta to have a real dope conversation. Uh, listen, um, you know, today's conversation is going to be a little different. Um, I met a friend, uh, him and his wife met, have an amazing organization called Marriage by Design. And we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that. Uh, some solid, a solid, solid couple. Um, I met James, um, the brother of the relationship, the male of the relationship uh, on Clubhouse. Never heard his wife, uh, but trust me. You're going to want to hear her wife, I mean, hear his wife, because she has some knowledge for you. Uh, but don't forget, you guys, uh, when it comes to relationships, one of the things I'm really focusing on when it comes to us, single people, is stewarding our single season correctly. And I want to encourage you to text the word relationships uh, to 615-930-3431. Again, that's relationships to 615-930-3431. I came up with a free mini ebook that's going to help you have the hard conversations. And I promise you, after our conversation today, you're going to want to have the hard conversations inside uh, of your dating situationship before you get married. Because this couple is going to challenge us. They're going to convict us. Ladies, some of y'all are going to walk away like, ooh, that one hurts. Brothers, you're going to be like, yo, how do I design my marriage? So again, Text the word relationships to 615-930-3431 or just click the information in the show description. But I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to prolong the show. 
I want to get straight to it because uh, today we're going to be talking about what is the best way to set up our families to win? Is that a modern relationship? Is that a traditional relationship? And we have experts in the building to walk, to, uh, to walk us through that process. Let's get to it. Can I help me welcome to the table James and his amazing, beautiful wife, the other half, the best half of him. Don't pay him no mind. Pay his <laughs> wife all the mind, James and his beautiful wife. What's up, my guy? Ma'am. Oh, see? <laughs> Ladies, I hope y'all are ready. And y'all, I'm going to call it out. My back is hurting, so my team gave me a pillow. I'm looking like an old man today. I just want to call <laughs> it out, you know, uh, because, oof, I don't know what's wrong. Putting that work on. in, man. Yeah, man, putting the work in yeah. and just my back just be, you know, oh, I felt that right there. Yo, so so let's get straight into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, I brought you in here and your wife. Good to meet you too for the first time. Thank you. Because your husband be coming kind of hard on Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, my wife, my wife. We never hear from your wife. Stop saying your wife. So I was like, yo, like, can Tommy, you bring... you ain't got no job. You <laughs> <laughs> ain't got no wife. Right? I was like, yo, come on the show, but you got to bring your wife. All right. So tell us about yourselves, y'all relationship, um, outside of the expertise of relationship. This, who are you all? You know, what do you all do for a living? How many kids do you all have? How long have y'all been married? What's that journey like? Quick, like, couple of minutes. Yeah, man. Uh, well, first off, we've been married our whole life. Um, so Your whole life? Yeah, whole life. What just happened? What just happened? Nah, that's just homage to my, uh, my late grandfather. That's what okay. we say. You say, granddaddy, how long have you been married? You say, my whole life, right? Uh, but we, we uh, you know, not only are we going to get into the whole traditional yeah. relationship thing, because, you know, we have a traditional marriage, uh, but we're also uh, believers in young marriage. Maybe we'll touch on that a little bit. We, young marriage? Yeah, so um, I met my wife when I was 18, freshman in college, uh -huh. and uh, you married her. Uh, we ended up getting married as soon as I graduated, 23. Okay, okay. Right, so we started dating when I was 19. Okay. Within like four or five months, I knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. For real? Absolutely. No, what was it? No question, man. It was, was it a smile because she has a beautiful smile. Oh, thank you. Yeah, she she does. You know, and they say the best the best curve on a woman is a smile. Just kidding. I don't know about all that. Just kidding. But <laughs> Look at that thing, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna keep it a buck, you know what I'm saying? We'll keep it real on this show. The best curve is not the his the that that part, as they say, right, right. Uh, so uh, now, uh, for sure, we you know we we connected. Uh, we were in a um, we're in a co-ed service organization together, yeah. and so we got paired up on some service projects. You know, and she fell in love with me, and you know, history, uh, yeah, of course, right. <laughs> so um, yeah, so she's the only woman I've ever been with. Right? Wait, 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 wait. Come on now, don't don't fake it, man. This is the table. Yeah, keep yeah, yeah. Real, we keep it relevant, <laughs> and we keep it relatable. So, what's your wife's name? What's your name? Yolanda. 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 I, I knew that. I forgot. I'm sorry. Because I only hear from James. He don't ever say your name, Yolanda. Uh, <laughs> James' wife. That's, that's what I'm saying. I always say James' wife. Right. You know, but I mean, really, that's, that's, that's Yolanda's husband. So, Yolanda's <laughs> husband. Uh, you're telling me that this is the only woman that you have been with. When I say that, I'm I very, very specific with my words. Of course, I had girlfriends in high school. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. But from like an adult, like, I've never been with another woman. Right? <sighs> Right? She's like, you've been with girls. I've been with girls. But not women. <laughs> oh, a woman. Just one woman. Right? We, we started dating when I was 19. Wow. Right? And so, uh, you know, got married when I was 23. Right? Been married for 15 years now. And, uh, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. So. To one woman. To one woman. To one woman. Wow. And many women. Right? So, you maybe get a chance to meet Hold a couple of sides of Yolanda. 
It's, oh, you said yeah, right. So your wife was looking like Ava. <laughs> 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 yeah. I told her to say many women. Well, I was about to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. You just said <laughs> right. one. Right. Now you're talking about it's one that that embodies several. And, yes, absolutely. So funny. Yeah. Oh, she's not laughing. <laughs> I'm going to pay for that later. I'm going to pay for that later, for sure. So, 15 years. How many yeah. kids? Four kids. Four kids. Four yeah. kids. What age? 12, 8, 5, and 2 and a half. Oh, so y'all added some distance a little bit. Yeah. Well, some space. Between each distance. one, it's just like, a, you know, 12 to 8. So, that's four years, yeah. and then 8 to 5. And it's 2 and, and a half five between each one. Yeah, 2, so... Yeah, it's kind of kind of stair stepped a little uh, a little bit there. Okay. One boy, that, you know, my son's eight, and then okay. the rest is the girl. So they got the numbers on. So this. you got a girl, you're a girl dad for real. You girl dad for real, man. All the estrogen in the house, three girls. You know, me and my son, we gotta stay tight. You know, North Carolina, North Carolina. What part? Greensboro, Greensboro. Okay, out there in the A and T line. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. go out there, but I knew if I went out there, I'm gonna turn up. And honestly, respectfully saying this, I probably would have turned into a hoe. So I. <laughs> Good thing I'm just being honest. Right. If I know that's gonna be my fall, I'm just, I'm, don't even go there. You know, I just could. So many beautiful black <laughs> ladies at A and T, and and curls, smiles. Yeah, curves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, so uh, yeah, been been married, man. Had 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 a, had a wonderful relationship, and it's been a lot of evolution of our relationship yeah. as, as well. So in that whole modern traditional conversation. Uh, we certainly started out in the modern, yeah. uh, you know, uh, type of mode, if you will, where she was working, I was working. So break that down because yeah. I think the people watching right, right. now, not everyone really understands because I didn't know the difference between a modern and traditional relationship until I met you on Clubhouse. So what what is y'all's definition of a modern relationship? And then what's the definition of a traditional relationship? Yeah, so a modern relationship, you know, it speaks to our modern day where okay. you see more people where both uh, spouses are working outside the home. Okay. Um, you're looking to divide up domestic du- duties evenly. Okay. You see a lot of it when it's like, hey, we're going to go 50 50. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? 50 50. Okay. Like that. Maybe, 50 Maybe that's the term that people more, you know, yep. familiar with, right? 50 50 relationships. 50 50 relationships. And so, um, this isn't, you know, we're not the first people to ever say this. Right. You, you probably heard this before. Your audience has heard this before. But 50-50 doesn't work. It's 100-100, right? Come on. And so, like, we understand in other areas of life uh, that specialists tend to get better results. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, if you're, if you're a doctor and you're just a general, you have a general practice, you don't get the same type of results that a specialist right. does. If right. you're specialized in a specific area, right? right? And so, when we can specialize in, you know what? When it comes to the things that we need as a family unit, I'm going to specialize in this area and you're going to specialize in that area. And we have, watch this, equal importance, but not equal roles. Equal importance, but not equal roles. And we're going to be very, very intentional about, wait a minute, we have different roles. That's still a partnership too. Cause that's one of the misnomers. I think it's like, well, I'm more into a partnership. When people say that, like I'm more into a partnership, the implication is if a traditional relationship isn't a partnership Mm -hmm. where we're in more that traditional role where you, you know, divide. divide So traditional is, let's say for an example, in traditional, uh, wait, are y'all traditional or modern? Traditional. Traditional. Okay. So in this traditional role, you're saying, okay, you pretty much make all the money, but her role is still, no, her importance. Wait. Wait, I'm confused. Her importance. Her importance is still just as important as you. Absolutely. But the role is different. Right. Absolutely. Right. So in my traditional role, I take care of the house. I take care of the kids. And I assist 
James with whatever he needs. I was very heavily involved on our daughter's book project. Okay. And I was the one making sure it was shipped out, making sure we got all the supplies and all the vendors and whatever we were doing. Yeah. But I was helping him and assisting him with, okay, this is what we're doing for the family. This is ah. the business that we're running. This is the route we're going right now. Okay. Um, but my main thing was to make sure the house was moving smoothly, make sure homeschool was going well for the kids, make okay. sure clean, whatever it needs to be done. And then if James needs assistance in something else, he'll say, hey, babe, I need some help with this. And that's how we've always run it. Even when we were both working, our vision was for me to come home. Okay. It just didn't happen from his very beginning. Very beginning. Okay. Um, we got involved in a business opportunity okay. where we saw something that they had that we wanted. Okay. And it was, okay, we got an opportunity to come home and so both okay. of us can be home raising our kids. <sighs> and so when we saw that and it was an opportunity for me not to have to go work for somebody else okay. and not be away nine, 10 hours a day yeah, yeah. and he working for someone else. And James is going off 30 minutes the other direction. And we are weekend, yeah, weekend spouses yeah, weekend uh, or night spouses. Mm. And I'm giving all the best I have, all my energy, all my life, everything I have to a job that's cutting me a paycheck. And he's doing the same. And whatever we got left over to give, we're going to give to each other. And we knew we didn't want to live our life like that. And it didn't happen as quickly as we wanted. We actually had a child before I got to come home. She was four, almost four years old when I came home. Uh, And James was working on getting me home. And so I worked outside of the house. And he worked at home. And he kept our child because we didn't put her in daycare. And so he would have her sitting on his lap. Working. Working. He would bring her... Fortunately, I only worked 10 minutes away. He would bring her up to the job so she could nurse because she wouldn't take a bottle. Every day? Every day. Every twice day. a day. I, I, I couldn't get up there fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get up there fast enough, man. I'm telling you, because she was a little colicky as well. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so she had months. a 15-minute break. She would come home for an hour lunch, and then she had a 15-minute break in the, in the evening. So 15-minute break, I'm there. 15 minutes. Whew, you know. So, so he can breathe because she's crying the whole time. Your mom... Like mom wants to be with her baby yeah, and too. She wants a nurse, so right? Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, I think it's we've normalized a lot of things that aren't natural. I don't know how natural it is for a, a woman to have a baby in six weeks of maternity leave or whatever the case is, and then you're back at work away from your baby, mm-hmm. right? So uh, you know that it's like, not. I was add to that because the women I work with that they did it. We all sitting together crying together because we don't want to be there. Mm. We want to be with our children. And again, like you said, it's normalized. And so we get comfortable with the discomfort of that heart drenching pull that you have away from your child. And then as they get older, it gets easier. It just gets easier and easier and easier. And that's how it gets easier to send them off to school where they're away from you now for seven, eight hours a day. And so we knew we got to get home. I don't want this. I want to homeschool. I want the kids with me. I want to instill in them the values that we see fit. And so um, to the point where it was some classes this year that my daughter was taking online. She's seventh grade now. And uh, we pulled her immediately. I looked at, it was our language arts class. And I was like, no, this is not going to cut it. I said, give me a list of all the books. I was like, we pulled her and we put her in a completely, totally different online class uh, because she she's taking online classes. All of our kids aren't, but she is. She's seventh grade. And we were like, no, this is not going to fly. This is way too graphic. It's got gory stuff in it. She's getting grossed out. I was like, no, we're not going to do that. And it was nice to have that option of saying, wow. hey, 
you're not in public school. You don't have to learn what they learn. This is a private school online, but you still don't have to learn what they learn because we can just pull you from the school. I can find something else or I'll do it myself or, or I'll have our nanny do it. But it was nice to have that option. And I don't believe that it's important enough to other families to have that option because when you put your kids in school, they're going to learn whatever it is that Absolutely. you say, they say you have to learn. Right. So. Wow. What was your reason to why you want to bring your wife home? Um, exactly what she's talking about. So homeschool is important to us because we just see a lot, a lot of the things that's happening in society. And if you talk about clubhouse, that's what we connected, right? Yeah. Met, right. Whether it's YouTube, whether it's clubhouse, any pick your social media platform. Most people are complaining about things that are going on in the world. We're complaining about how society is. That's we true. don't like this. We don't like that. That's true. Well, where mo- most of the things that we, we see as ills or, or some of the bad habits you picked up or some of the things that you did that, you know, got you off of the right direction. Where'd you pick it up from? School, right? Right. Like we spend most of our time in that environment, you know, when we're children, because that is conditioning us to go on to be an employee for one. Right. Mm-hmm. You look at the growth of the public school system and the growth of the industrial uh, revolution. It kind of parallels there because you need people just smart enough to be you know, able to do a task for eight hours a day. Right. You know, smart enough to do the task, but not so smart that they right. can, you know, give us pushback. So. We didn't want to put our children into that type of environment, right? Mm-hmm. You talk about the school to prison pipeline, but we want to put our kids in school, right? Yeah. So that was very important to us. And then outside of that, like, let's keep it real. I, this is what I don't understand with a lot of women is they're fighting to want to work outside of the home. When keep it real, bro, I don't want to work outside of home. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to go to work either, right? So I wanted to bring my wife home, but I also was like, yo, I don't want to have to have a job either. Right, right, right. right? So we, want, we, we just have a very high value and a premium on freedom, on flexibility, right? On just being able to go. You know, just be able to go, to be able to, you know, hop on a flight down here because, you know, yeah. because we got the invitation to come, you know, kick it with you. Yeah. Right? To be able to take our, our, our family. Last, last year, we went to Europe for two weeks. Well, wow. you know, the whole fam took her mom, you know, as well. And so my daughter, right, uh, my, my eldest daughter, who's a, a published author at 12 years old, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, she runs track. She was able to go to the Barcelona uh, Olympic Stadium and see what Gail Devers ran. She was able to actually run on the same track of you that Usain Bolt ran on in the London Olympics in 2012. Right. I'm able to give her the experiences. This was. In, in the middle of March. Right. Mm-hmm. During the school year. Right. What type of, like, we're, I, I can't do you that. can't do that. If, if she has a job, I got a job, we got to figure this out. Yeah, you know, some different people can figure it out over the summer or whatever. We just didn't want to have to ask people for time off. Wow. That's what I'm about to say. It, it sounds like the, the traditional role gives you the freedom to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, and how you want to do it. Are you saying that the modern role, what is your downfall with the modern relationship? So at the end of the day, I, you know, I obviously give space for people to do what they feel like is right for them. Right. What we advocate for and speak about on the traditional role so much, because I think it's just so much misnomer around this idea that traditional men are oppressing <laughs> their wives and they're yeah. barefoot and pregnant <laughs> in the kitchen all day. And it's like... My, my wife is not fighting. No, listen. I, 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 yeah, you, I agree. You, she's not fighting the one to say, no, well, send me to work and, right, right. you know, things of that, that nature. She, so um, we absolutely, you know, love that, that, that freedom yeah, yeah. That, that comes along with it. And uh, the, the downside on, on the modern 
um, that I see is one, it doesn't have that freedom. And then two, going back to like being a specialist, right? Mm. So think of any organization, right, right? Be it business, be it the government, be it the military, be it a sports team, yep. where you just try to divide all of the responsibilities evenly. Think, think of a starting five in, 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 in basketball. Think about how almost impossible it would be if we say, hey, this is what we're going to do. All of us go to average the same amount of points, same amount of rebounds, same amount of assists. Like I'm, everybody's going to average, you know, 15 points, five rebounds, five assists. Michael Jordan going to drop 40 on your head. So when Dennis Rodman come in, I, you know your role. Rodman, we don't need you to score. Right. Jordan going to drop 40 on your head. We need you to get 15 boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got the most lethal scorer. Right. In the game. Right. And so if you get 15 boards, that's 15 more opportunities for him to do what he does. Yeah. And so when Rodman can specialize in, yo, I got a laser focus on, I am going to handle rebounding. Right. And Jordan's going to drop 40 on your head, right? right. Like, right. Now, now, equal importance, not equal roles. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm going to go, I'm, I got the, I don't need you. Yeah. I, I need your support in different areas, man. I need you, yeah, hey, can you handle this? Can you, you know, do that or, or whatever the case may be? But I'm going to go out here. I'm going to put up the points, right? Yeah, yeah. I need you. I need somebody on the team to be able to get some of the assists, mm-hmm. some, of the, some of the rebounds, right? Mm-hmm. The amount of, uh, of, of bandwidth that is lifted off my plate because I don't have to deal with the domestic, you know, yep. elements, you can't put a price tag on it. We tried. Remember? Oh. <laughs> Listen, we, ah. yeah, we did. How, how did y'all try? You try, like, try to calculate. Calculate. Because so you would hear men saying things like, you know, well, I could pay somebody to, to clean up. I could pay somebody to cook. I could pay. No, you can't. You can't. No, you can't. But not, the, the, not, not, the, the, not the guys that's talking about it. Like, because right. real talk, because by the way, by the way, my wife does handle the basic duties, right? That, like, that's her role. That's her space. But we do have housekeeper we do have uh you know a, a full-time nanny yeah, as well because we got four kids That's a lot on my wife right yeah. to, to, so so i'm giving her assistance in that area as well but men are the saying this type of stuff you ain't even really looked at housekeeping <laughs> you ain't really looked at it. <laughs> hey come on like i didn't even know this till we got housekeeping. like you got to clean up for the house yeah. cleaner to come like they Bro, don't listen i do that now i know but you, i clean up before she gets there to clean up That's right so so even with a house Clean, cleaner. Yeah. You clean up. Yeah. Right. We got a house cleaner. I don't clean up for the house cleaner to come. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can, I can hire somebody like, bro, you, you cannot afford a full-time chef to, to yeah. cook like three day, you know, three meals a day for, you know, we eat out sometimes or whatever for yeah. four, four or five days a week. You can't, no, you, you don't, you, can't do it. you don't, you can't. And that's just the cooking and cleaning. So what about the ladies, uh, Ms. Yolanda, who are saying, you know what? I hear y'all, but I actually enjoy working. Can she still be a traditional wife if she enjoys being a nurse, if she enjoys being a school teacher? I think that goes against what that's modern. A woman that works outside of the home is a modern woman. Traditional. Wo- <laughs> that's just a definition. It's just a definition. A traditional woman would be in the home. Um, you can have some traditional characteristics, but you couldn't qualify yourself as a traditional wife if you are outside of the home the majority of the day. You're working full time. That's a modern woman. You're earning a paycheck. You're bringing that paycheck back to the home. That's a modern woman. And that's okay. Just, right. it's okay. just realize what that, that realize is. It's not okay for us. But for somebody else, somebody else that desires that, it's okay. And, and so our biggest thing is like, 
It's okay that you make whatever choice you make. What I want you to do, though, is just understand that choice and implications that come along with it. Man, what? The number one rising entrepreneur in today's day and time is a black woman. Mm-hmm. Ladies are more educated than black men. And it's like, are, they, are, are they more enrolled? No. No. They are graduating more than men. Black, black. I'm speaking. I'm speaking of black. Okay. You know, so black women are graduating more than men, and they are starting more businesses now. They may not be as profitable as men, but they are the number one rising entrepreneur. Are you referring to boss chicks or? Yes. Yes. Why you gotta say? Wake it up. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you referring to like the boss chicks and and I hate that philosophy. Like when I hear a woman say she's a boss chick, I got something in my eye. If I hear a woman say she's a boss chick, it turns me off because I feel like, yeah, it's it's like, it was a tear. Yeah, because you talk about boss chick. Yeah, man. I'm serious. I'm like, when I hear that, I'm like, yo, if you're a boss chick, does that make me an employee? And I I don't want to be no employee in my relationship, you know? And I'm not saying that I'm going to be the boss. I'm going to be the head. Um, Well, in in my home, I will be the head of my home. But it will be a partnership head. If that makes sense. Well, it just speaks to leadership. Yeah. yeah. So here is something I, I would, you know, challenge a lot of men on. Because a lot of men that gravitate towards, yeah, tradition, I'm going to be the head of things of that nature. Right. right? Like that, that, that comes with some weight mm-hmm. and some responsibility mm-hmm. on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we might have a natural predisposition toward leadership, but that doesn't mean that we are skilled. We, we have worked on it to a skilled level of mastery. Ooh. Right. So that's something you actively have to work on. You look at you look at, uh, you know, I reference Michael Jordan, right. Or yeah. Kobe or LeBron. Right. Yeah, yeah. And we talk about, man, they would just, like LeBron was he got some God given gifts. And sometimes we say stuff like that and, and, and we almost forget that it doesn't negate the amount of work he puts in as well. Right. So you might have been as a man given God given gifts of being a leader. Yeah. But you still got work too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so leadership isn't just natural. Like, so we have a deficiency in leadership. Right. And so back to the point, good leadership is just not about being a dictator. So so when we say stuff like, you know, yeah, I'm the head, you know, but it's going to be a partnership. Like, well, if you're a good leader, of course it is. Yeah. What good leader in any company doesn't listen to his advisors? What good leader in any, you know, sports team doesn't inspire the people and take the input from, yo, this is what I'm seeing. This is what... Like, so that's just not good leadership. So I know some people watch right now. Well, if she doesn't work, then that means that she has to report back to her husband. She got to ask her husband, can she do this? Can she do that? Is that the case in a traditional uh, situation? So when we have alignment, Mm -hmm. we have established that we have the same worldviews. We have the same philosophies. We have the same visions. doesn't mean we're identical, right? Yeah. Like that. But on the things that matter, yeah. like the fundamental things that matter, we're so aligned. We're, like, what's she going to be asking me that we're, we're not going to be aligned on? Like, she's going to have to. Does she know. have access to the account? Yeah, she, mm-hmm. she, she can go buy whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. She. <laughs> so, I, you know, she was like, I but then down. this goes back to the alignment. So I know what the bigger vision and the bigger goal is. 
And so I'm not going to be out here recklessly spending money. Okay. And so if I, if it's something that is out of the ordinary, like, okay, the kids need this or whatever. I said, James, the kids need this or whatever. And he'll say, well, how much is it? And I'll say, it's this much. And he'll say, okay, get it. So, you know, we have that when right. it's something out of the normal, right. but groceries, you know, buying kids, this or that school supplies. I just went and bought some school supplies for my son's science class. Right. So doing all of that kind of stuff, that's just a regular occurrence, right. regular day. But, but what if you want a Louis Vuitton purse? Then I, he'd get it. See, and, <laughs> then I'd say, and it would be a conversation. This is, this is what I want. <laughs> so it would be a conversation, but, but, so, so here's and I the mean, thing. I'm into Gucci, not Louis. But oh, you're into Gucci. Yeah. So if you want the Gucci bag, it's like, it's a, okay, let's have a conversation. Are you asking well, she's going to tell me. She's going to is she asking for permission or is she going to tell you this is what I want? And is it your job to be like, yes or no? Or is it like, all right, let's just talk about it. So th- I love that question because I think that's what a lot of women here and that's Absolutely. afraid of. Right? That's like, why I'm asking. I got my own money. I got my own, I got my own money, my own bag. Right? Exactly. Right. That's, that's why they want to be like, I want to go work. I, you're not going to tell me I can't go get this. My wife's not asking me for permission right. to go spend my whenever. And she, uh, you know, frequently will ask me, hey, babe, I want to do this. Can And that comes across. People think she's asked for permission. She's not asking for permission. As a steward of our finances, she's asking the availability. Ooh, right? Say that again. Say that again. As a steward of our finances, Ooh. she's just asking the availability. I was like, hey, you know, you know, I'm asking. She's not, she's not in the dark, right? Mm-hmm. I used to work, you know, when I had a job, I used to work in a, in a credit union. And I had women... Elderly women call in and it was a deceased account. Their husband was deceased. And it was terrifying because it was evident that this woman did not know anything about finances. That's not my wife, right? My wife's got a master's degree. I don't. She had straight A's in grad school. I I didn't go. She graduated undergrad cum laude. I was, thank you, right? right? (laughs) So my wife is brilliant. So my wife knows how to, you know, manage finance. So I I wouldn't put her in that position where if something were to happen to me, she oh, I'm lost. I don't even know how to log in to pay the light bill. Like, that's not her. But I... That is my role. Right. Equal enforce not equal roles. My role is to manage the finances. So she understands the big picture. But if it's something outside of norm, she wants, hey, is it ava- is this available? Is this not budget right now? And real talk, most men want to be heroes for their Absolutely. woman. Absolutely. I want to be that guy. So Absolutely. if she's telling me, hey, babe, I want, I want Gucci. So she got a Gucci bag for her birthday, right? Okay. Right? Like, she told me. Mm. And, and, and she was putting a request in, if you will. Right? She was asking, hey. But she was just letting it know. What loving man doesn't want to be able to do that? So his wife. what about you? Can you come home with a Gucci backpack without having a conversation with your wife? Would you be in the breadwinner? I can. Uh, that's, uh, that's not really something that, that, that plays out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I have, the, I have the ability to do that. I have the, I have the you know, power to do it. But again, and, and just good leadership and as a good team member, that's just even foreign that I would, you know, we would do do something like there's no surprises in a healthy relationship. There's there's really no no big surprise. There should be yeah. no big surprise. There's there's no big surprise. Like I'm not just gonna like m- maybe let's say for instance I did come home with something right right that I've been wanting or whatever. She we've been talking. She already She's already kind of know. I might not have said specifically what I was going to get. I might have been an impulse in that moment right. that was planned out. A planned impulse, if you were right. like, I've been talking about it. He was like, today's that. Like, you know what? I'm out. Let me just go ahead and cop this real quick. Yeah. When I come home, she's not going to be floored. Like, what? What is it? We've been. T- I've been talking about. It. Like, you already know. And if I'm making that that decision, clearly the availability is there. I like that. I like that because I'm like, I don't know if I want to surprise right my wife. Because I want her to feel like this is a teammate thing if I am the only one working. Because, see, my philosophy is I don't know if I'm traditional or modern. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel as if 
when I find my spouse, I'm like, baby girl, what you want to do? Do you want to work? And if you want to work, I want you to be like, no, this is what I really want to do. And if you don't, cool, great. I really want to stay home. I think you have to define that. Okay, well, well, walk me through that. What do you mean define that? Because what do you want your family to look like? Do you want your children in school? Do you want them homeschooled? Do I don't think I can make that school? judgment call by myself, though, right? Mm, you can. You can design what, oh. what do you want it to look like. Because if you don't design it now, how do you know what type of wife she should, you should look for? There's a woman out there that's looking for whatever she wants in a spouse. You should know, okay, this is, this is what I'm looking for. I do want a tradition. I do value having our kids at home and having them homeschool by my wife or having somebody come in and homeschool them, being able to control their curriculum, their development, what they're learning, especially when they're younger. Um, I do value that. And if you think about it, even if you said, okay, I'm, my kids are going to go to private school, public school, whatever, when they right. turn five, then you got to look at the scope of how many kids do we want? Do we Ooh. want two kids? Do we want three kids? Do we want them spaced out? Because if you space these kids four or five years apart yeah. and you have three kids, you're looking at your wife being at home for the first five years of their life, you're looking at 15 years. Right. So it's like what designing, that's why we came up with marriage by design so that you can design what your marriage looks like. We're not saying one way, right. We're not saying one way is better or one way is worse. We tend to think traditional way is a more encompassing way where everybody wins. Mm -hmm. The children win mom wins, dad wins, right. and we're not splitting our focus several different ways. But if someone is, you know, 35, 36, 37, 38, they're like, okay, we only want one child. Mm. We, we don't want kids at all. Then that looks different than James and I getting married in our early twenties. Yeah, well, yeah. well, I was mid twenties getting married early on yeah. and uh, designing it from there knowing, okay, we want children. We want to homeschool. So before we even came up with marriage by design, we knew what we wanted our marriage to look like. So that's our biggest thing. And going back to what you had said about the boss chick thing, two different things about the boss chick thing, one or two different ways. I'm going to touch some toes. I'm going to step on them with the boss chicks. One or two things. I think there is an innate motherly, I want to have kids. After you reach over a certain age and you got set, you got all the education, you got all the degrees, you begin to realize I might not have an opportunity to have these different things, to get a husband or to have children. And you become that boss chick because that's what I have to give. The other way is you have these younger women that become the boss chicks right. out of default because they're being raised by boss chicks. Ooh, they're being raised by boss chick grandmas, boss chick mamas. And they're being raised by these women because a lot of times they've been hurt by men. And so when being hurt by men, let down, by men. Let down and father. hurt by men, father not in the home. And so they decided I'm going to protect myself by protecting myself. I'm going to protect my daughter. And how do I protect my daughter? I'm going to tell her to go get all the education that she can get. So she doesn't have to depend on a man because men are going to let her down. So go get all the education you can, so you can provide for yourself. And if you have children, you can provide for them too, because they can't trust men. And so you have this generation of grandmothers and mothers that have raised these children to, <laughs> that have raised these children to go out and these women to go out and be boss chicks. And at the same time, I'll touch on this just a little bit. They're raising their sons completely different because they don't have that husband that they can love on and feel on and touch on and cuddle to. They're replacing that because they have that need 
and putting that on their son. And so simultaneously we're raising these strong, independent black women and we're raising these weak men. So, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> that whole boss chick thing, that touches me. That touches me. <laughs> because that we need to really step back from that. And I believe by bringing some of these traditional values back, bringing moms back into the home, bringing family business, because I'm very involved in our family business. I'm like, babe, what you need? What, what are we doing now? What's our next move? I'm very involved in that. Even with the two-year-old, I was less involved in it when she was one. But as she gets older, it's giving me more and more leeway to, oh, okay, I can sit her down and she can read and she can, you know, watch a little show or she can do whatever and mommy can go do this. And it gives me more leeway. But when she was younger, I knew what my role was for her at that point. And so everything changes and grows. And I think a lot of times when women hear traditional wife, traditional mom, traditional, all of this, they get so scared because they've not seen it. You didn't see your grandmother being traditional. You saw your grandmother being man and woman. You saw her being mom and dad. You saw your mom being mom and dad. And a lot of times, even when a man is in the house, he doesn't even know how to be a man because he didn't have a father in the home. So we got work to do. We really do. And the traditional family unit is a way to get that unit back together so we can start growing the black community. Then we can grow outward. But we got to start with family first, and then we can start growing the black community. <laughs> I told you I got a wife. <laughs> he picked me up on the corner street, y'all. He picked yeah. me up. <laughs> I'm sitting here letting this thing just sit a little bit, yo. My sound guy took off his earphones. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here like, like you just, you literally just pissed some people off. I should have. I'm, I hope to. Because it takes being pissed off to move. If you're sitting there comfortable, then you're not going to make any moves. I am here. I want some thought-provoking, am I doing the right stuff to move my family forward? We're big on creating legacy. yeah. How can I create a legacy if I'm working 40 hours over here and you're working 40 hours over there? And this is what we're teaching what legacy looks like. How can that be family business and how can that be legacy if we're both separated and doing different things? And we're talking about generational wealth. That's like the, one of the buzzwords out here. Absolutely. Generational wealth, generational wealth. Uh, how, how do you family is the biggest progenitor to generational wealth, right? Right. And having children, the, nu the nuclear family, family. Yeah. right? Because here's another thing that's out there right now too, is, you know, black men and black fathers particularly are being replaced by the village where well, it don't have to be right. just like, yeah, a village as well, but that's not as a replacement yeah, to, not, mm -hmm. no. to the father. Right. So we hear a lot of this village talk, but we're going to have to have these nuclear families where it starts with the husband and wife, right? Where we're on the same page. We have the same worldview. We have the same vision. We have the same philosophy of, boom, this is where we're going. You can't hit a target you don't have, right? right. So we got the target that we're going to hit, right? And then when we're solid together, then the children come into place mm -hmm. and we're building something. You, How do you have a strong society without strong communities? How do you have strong communities without strong families? How do you have strong families without strong marriages, mm -hmm. right? So it starts here. Right. With, with the marriage first and then to the family and then to the community. And to, then that's how we make the impact on, on, on society. Oh my gosh, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tradition is traditional for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not because you got me thinking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why do I want to send my wife out there to go work 40 hours for another man mm -hmm. to build his vision? Right. And then 
we're not building the vision, which is our vision. Uh, and again, hear me clearly, y'all. Y'all know I'm very big on finances. You know, very big on getting out of debt. You know that. I'm not saying do not get you a job to pay your bills and right. be a responsible human being. But what is the vision for you and your spouse? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing from you. Right. And it's like, get that vision. Then when you get that vision, work towards that vision. Don't serve another man's vision. Right. All the time. All the time. For the rest, the for the rest of your life. Exactly. Think of the percentage, right? If you're working a nine to five, you're working a job. Think of the percentage of your waking hours that's devoted to that, right? So if you yeah. say 24 hours a day, you sleep for eight, right? Some right. people, I don't sleep that much, whatever, right? We're just going to say eight hours of sleep, right? So you're 16 waking hours. Mm-hmm. You got an eight-hour job, but it ain't really eight hours. It's eight-hour work shift, hour lunch. So you're just nine hours at the job. Mm-hmm. The commute there to commute back, mm-hmm. right? Ten hours. Ten hours. Easy. So 10 of the 16 hours that you're awake is going to, is going to it. And so you live for the, the, the nights and the weekends. Now you're living your life for nights and weekends. Watch this. You get up, get dressed, give your best outside the house. She's going to get up. Look, look at my wife. She's right? she, she looking good, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm respecting. She's beautiful now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So she's going to get up and do get dressed like this to go put the perfume on. For another go, man. Uh, 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 for another man. Ah! Have a work husband, all that foolishness, right? Have a work husband. Work husband? Right? I'm going to get suited and booted, go over here, and have a work wife, and we're going to spend most of our day in those environments. And then she's going to come home, and what do women do when they come home? I'm going to take, I got to take my face off. Oh, so wait a minute. You had to go put on the makeup, and you, you did all that to look good, <laughs> and she's going to put on the sweats, tie her hair up, <laughs> and take them. Look, watch this. We both at home now, right? Guess right. what? I still, I still put on cologne at home. Yeah. Just to be like, where you going? Right. I, I'm feeling good for her. Ooh. I don't got to like, I, I would do it to go out somewhere else. And then Ooh. she gets to be around a man that is, is showing his position of power, right? Because he's the supervisor, the manager, the CEO, whatever the case is. So she's getting to see him make decisions and be, you know, and, and she's seeing him suit the boot, all, just the best. But when she come home, she get to see my, my jaws on the floor, right? She, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we've been married for 15 years. Like she smelled when I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> She don't see none of that. Like, like, like he don't leave his jaws on the floor too. Exactly, like he don't, exactly. you know. She you know, sees the best side. Of she him. see the best side in him, right? And we wonder why, like, so many affairs happen in the workplace because they only see the best side right. of each other. Then they start if if something is happening at home, you're confided to talk to somebody. Just proximity, just to the people that you're around the most, mm-hmm. right? How many times we think we have friends at a job and then you leave a job and in a, within a couple of years, you're not even in communication with them. But Absolutely. those was your people though. Right. It was just familiarity with, with, with proximity. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's right. So that proximity is a dangerous thing. So if it's going to be a man that's going to fuss at her, get on her nerves, boss her around, it's going to be me. It ain't going to be another man. So you got me thinking. It's like now, if I want to do something with my family, I got to go ask another man for the rest of my life. Can she, can I take off? You got to send your wife. If something's if going on with your ch- child, they sick, they need mom to be You got to send your wife to ask a man, hey, come out. Can I go home and take care of my, my, my husband's Bro. children? Is it okay? You got, you got to get permission. You got me thinking. So, so what I would. What I, but let's, let's not knock people who have a job. Absolutely not. Because we were in that position. Absolutely. And I got people working for me right now. So hold on. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's like, what is the vision? Right. Like, and I want to be in a position to where I can sort of like my team members now to be like, hey, I get it. You know, working for me is not the move forever. Um, how mm-hmm. do we get you in a place where you can go out there and do your thing and maybe we work together, but you're building your vision. Right. 
Right. You're building your wealth. You're building your legacy. You're impacting your family. Mm-hmm. All of your attention should not be solely for the rest of your life on, okay, but wait, 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 I got a question. I, I'm just thinking in my head. I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay. Scottie Pippen was never number one, but Scottie Pippen was very much so needed. Mm-hmm. So, so it goes back to like, I believe that Michael Jordan would not have won as many rings without Pippen and without Rodman. Absolutely. And without Kerr. Absolutely. So everyone plays a role to being number two, as in everyone could play a role to be an employee, the best employee. Would you say that? Sure. So again, when, we, when I'm bringing back to, to the family unit and a family unit, right? Like everybody has a role to your point, right? Like mm-hmm. one of the reasons Joy could do what he did is because who was on the number one defender of the other team most of the time? It was Pippen. Absolutely. Like it's hard to give that much on defense and still do what Joy did on offense, offense. right? So equal importance, not equal roles. You had a divided interest. So in the home, right? Somebody has to provide. Somebody has to be able to, you know, provide the finances, I right? Got you. So you know what I'm saying? So so we're dividing there, right? So it's maybe I'm an employee, but like if both of us are trying, if both of us are trying to be uh, uh, you know, James Harden and uh, Russell Westbrook on the same team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm both of us are just trying to drop 40. So we're not knocking jobs. We're just saying, all right, let's identify what's the best route, what's the get best game plan to get to that. Point. I'm going to knock the job. Okay. The reason – I'm oh, not going to knock it completely off. But oh, how many <laughs> – but how many times? But how many times because somebody is controlling your financial future, has it been cut to zero? When you're working for somebody else, if at least if you're working a job, then you have to do something else on the side. Yeah. You have yeah. to have multiple yeah. streams of income when somebody else is controlling your income. So what she's saying is it's OK to have a job, but don't let a job right. have you. Ooh, exactly. That's it. That's it. Exactly. You can have a job. Don't let a job have you. That's exactly. it. Exactly. No, yeah. that's a, that is a, you summed that up really well. That That is exactly it. Because we're really big into multiple streams of income because at any time. Uh, income stream can just fall out, and a job is the easiest one when somebody else is writing your paychecks we and they got to cut expenses. COVID. Exactly, they got to cut expenses, and then what you gonna do now right. when you don't have any money coming in on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. What is it? Less than six months. Most people have less than what mm-hmm. living paycheck to paycheck. I'm a, hey, Most well, people living paycheck yeah. to paycheck. And your I mean, paycheck is catch up high catch up. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's paycheck to paycheck is nearly eighty percent of people. Right, and I've been yeah. let go because I told an employer. <laughs> I said to them. I laughed. They said something about job security. I laughed. And two weeks later, they walked me out the door. Are you so I, they proved my point. There's no job security. No, 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 there, there's no such thing. She, she was like, yes, there is job security. I didn't mean to laugh out loud. I was, it was <laughs> so much in there. At the, okay. I was like, we ain't there yet, though, man. We still need that job security. She said job security. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't believe that. I was like, oh, sorry. But mother. it's true. I mean, I think right. anyone who has a job should understand that there is no such thing as job security. You can think that you are doing your very best, mm-hmm. but if the employee thinks that you're not providing what they necessarily need, they have the right to let you go. Right. And it's like, for me, it's like, you could be honestly thinking in your head, I am doing my very best. I'm bringing value to this situation. But if the employer doesn't see your exactly. value, doesn't mean you're valueless, but you're not as valuable to them. Mm-hmm. And I feel you on that. Like if you're going to have a job, have a job, but figure out what do you have on the side that is ownership that if it does let you go, you have another means and stream for your family. Right. And you got to have that. I mean, and I love you say ownership 
Yeah. Because everybody's also not meant to be an entrepreneur or have their own business, but you can still have ownership, mm -hmm. right? So what are you doing? Even if you're if you're taking some of the money, some of the funds from your job and you're investing into something, you know, where you have ownership stake in something, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, you know, maybe it, it is ownership in real estate. Maybe it's, uh, you know, ownership even just in the, uh, the market, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, so... I'm not advocating that everybody, you know, because that happens sometimes too, right? Yes. So yeah, we're not knocking jobs. We're saying don't have a job. We're just saying don't let the job have you. Have something else. Have some ownership stake. Even if you're not going to be an entrepreneur, build your own thing, right? There's some way that you can get some ownership stake in something so that job doesn't have you. I don't think we got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> Before we end the show, let's talk about this. We talked so much about modern, traditional for us single people right now, what should we be thinking about? You said something, uh, marriage by design. How do we start designing what we desire as single people so it's easier once we find that spouse? How do we start? What's the process of designing that, communicating that, and then looking for that? I, I, I'm glad you brought it back to that because I think it's so important for us to figure out what we want to be when we grow up. Yeah. yeah. And when you say that to somebody like what you want to be, people tend to think they know what they want to be mm -hmm. and they talk about their career they talk about their profession. I want to be a lawyer. Yeah. I'd be a doctor. Right. Like who's the person you want to be? Ooh. Like, right. Because you, you become, then you do, then you have, be, do have, right. We understand yeah. that concept, but who do you want to be? And so often we have more of a crystallized vision of, of our education path. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We have a crystallized vision of our career path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have a crystallized vision of our entrepreneur path. Right. But where does the family life part of it come into play? Yeah, right? right. So like going back to you saying like, well, I, you know, hey, can I make the decision? Yes, you can. That's it's your life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. You're you're the father. You're the husband. So for your life, what do you want your life to be? Be like, how do you want to be as a father, as a husband? You get to dictate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then find somebody who aligns with it, mm -hmm. right? So it's not so it's not like I have to force my wife into doing something. Like that's a depressive type of situation. Mm -hmm. But when you get clarity, you do the inner work, you had an introspection to say, you know what, I really know my value systems, yeah. right? I, I I know what I want, and I had a vision of what I want my my life to be like. Not my career, not just my career. Mm -hmm. Like my life. And I think we downplay so much the intangible elements of, of connection with people, of connection with our spouse, of, 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 of raising children, the, the family element, right? We're yes. so focused on lifestyle and luxurious. Things. I like, mm -hmm. I like nice mm -hmm. things. I like luxury and everything. But at the end of the day, right, I would trade it in if it was going to be at a, uh, expense of my family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Like my role as a provider, watch this, is to provide a basic standard of living. That's my requirement. My requirement is a basic standard of living. Right. Anything above that, you know, extensive education, extracurricular, luxury, that may add great value to my family. And it may add great value to me as a husband and a father to be able to provide that. But if it's at the expense of me not being present, if it's at the expense of me not having any type of balance and being able to provide the other intangible elements of being a father and things of that nature, it's out of line, out of order, out of whack. Same thing for my wife. So that's why in the traditional sense, right? Right. We could have more luxury. We we, we got one car still. Right, right. We got one, both of us at home. What we need two vehicles for? Right? <laughs> we could have another vehicle. She could have more Gucci. She could right. have more, but she couldn't have more Gucci and another vehicle and uh, all the other stuff and and still be at home. Like if you want that, then you get you have to work. Mm. So then, if she has to work, my children have to go to school. Right. So now, what am I saying for my value system standpoint? Right, right. Is I value those things 
more than I value my wife being at home. And it's not that we're afraid of what they're, you know, they're not going to learn enough at school because some people, a lot, so many people get on that with homeschool. It's like, you know, yeah, because these schools ain't teaching them enough. No, the schools are teaching them too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, so I'm more concerned about what they are learning. <sighs> what about the ladies who are, who are looking at you and saying, man, I want what she has, but, I, but I've been told, go get the education mm-hmm. like you. I've been told to go get a job so you don't have to rely on another man. Like, what, how, do we, how do ladies start shifting that mindset mm-hmm. who want to shift it, but they don't know how to start? I love that question. That's yeah. what I'm passionate about. Yeah. That's who I'm passionate for. Okay. Because we're talking about people that are now right where you are, like yeah. 19s, yep. 20s, yep. early, early on. Yeah, yeah. Um, not saying that 35 plus is a lost cause. Right, right. But it's harder to start changing some of those habits when you've been doing it for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if we're talking to our 19, 20, you know, early 20s, mm-hmm. and they look at this show and they say, okay, I do want to be a mom. I do want a traditional marriage. Mm-hmm. Then again, you have to decide what that looks like for you. And then you have to align with that. And you got to start working on that particular stuff right now, like working on who you are. Mm. I was a boss chick and didn't even know I was a boss chick. She was James boss. And I, I knew she was. James and I were 14. <laughs> <laughs> when James met me, I had all the goals, all the plans because right. I was a senior. He was a freshman. Okay. And so when he met me, he thought I was an advisor of. I thought she was faculty. I didn't even know. <laughs> so she was just the way so she carried the way she. Did you hear the heels come in? Yeah. And she, I like, I was like, that can't be a student. Like she, I thought she was faculty for. Wow. Right. And so when we met each other and we were sitting down in the cafeteria and we were just talking and it was like, oh, this is my brother in the organization. Right. And so I was like, no, I was like, I want a three carat diamond princess cut baguettes on the side james was like what <laughs> and we were we were just brother sister in the organization the man and so, the man i'm gonna man he gonna be able to get three carrots princess cut <laughs> baguettes on the side i still remember it right but i, I didn't know what a baguette was <laughs> princess, i just recently and, found it and, and that's the stuff that doesn't matter i wear my wedding band because i'm so active we work out all the time i usually don't even have on my regular wedding band i have on a plastic wedding band the rubber, and, yeah, yeah, the rubber, the rubber, the rubber kind and so it's just so funny how we just learn all this stuff from society and this is what you're supposed to have and these are the luxuries you're supposed to have and all this kind of stuff but yet who's suffering are the children Mm. suffering is your marriage suffering are you suffering and so when i got into it i had to start building who i was Mm. it took character development took personal development we like to say we don't work on our marriage but we work on ourselves i can't change james james can't change me but we do personal development and if you're not working personally on yourself before you even think about marriage if i could have known this when i was 18 19 years old versus starting when i was in my mid-20s think about how far further along i would have been but at whatever age you start you start 19 20 whatever that is working on you you ain't got to worry about working on your spouse your mate but if you're working on you, then everything else will come together. If you have a vision for what your life looks like, you come together with someone else that has a vision for what their life looks like, and y'all bring your visions together and y'all come into one alignment, then you can go tackle whatever it is. Because I know that when we start out early on, we were hit with challenges. So many different challenges, right. but we had a vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when they came and they picked up James's car uh-huh. and they repossessed it. And he right. said, babe, just go back to sleep. They're just picking up the car. Yeah, two it didn't matter. Like, What's that noise? What's that noise? I was like, oh, they just take the car. <laughs> just go back to sleep. <laughs> it didn't matter because we had a vision. Wow. We had a vision for where we were going. And then picking up the car, it didn't matter because we had dialed in, focused in, and we're calculated. This is where we're going. Wow. 
And so when they foreclosed, we have another home now, but when they foreclosed on our first years. house years ago, years ago, years ago, and we tried to do a short sale and all that kind of stuff. But when they foreclosed on that house, then guess what? It was because we didn't get our bent out of shape. It's like, this is a house. It's not our health. It's not our life. We are fine. Yeah. And we had a vision. If we didn't have that vision and we were dealing with all that kind of stuff, would our marriage have made it? Doubtedly. Right. So it was all about having a vision and being focused and tailoring in on this is what it looks like and being able to delay the gratification mm. yeah, yeah. and know what's important. I just got, I mean, I've been, had a coach, Michael Kors, all those different type of bags to this year. I told James for my birthday, I want a Gucci purse. And so he was like, okay, we can do that. And, and we could have, we could have been had a Gucci right. purse, but we couldn't have gotten the Gucci purses and had a full time that. That's we yeah, had exactly. a, you see what I'm saying? So it's like the values, values. the va like what, what are we really valuing? Right? right. So the foreclosure, we let it go to foreclosure. Why? Because we had made it. We had made the wrong financial decision to get that house right, right. out of college. Right. Out right? of college. And we hit about like 10. We, we got tax returns, <laughs> like $4,000. Right. And it was like, I, we could have caught our mortgage up. Right. Right. And, and it was like, wait a minute. And we, we will catch it up, but we made a horrible financial, got no arm, just doing the housing, right. All of that. Right. We didn't know. I, our parents aren't, exactly. they, they, my parents never had a conversation with me about credit. My, they haven't been homeowners, yeah. so we didn't know, right? But it was like, wait a minute, we'll catch it up now, and then we're going to slowly over the next six to nine months start falling behind, and then we'll get our tax return, and then we'll, so we, like, we let it go to foreclosure, took the 4000 instead of saying spend that on, you know, stand out of foreclosure, right. we took the 4000 put it into personal development. Mm. I bought about a thousand dollars worth of books mm. uh, and, 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 and personal, it was the CDs and stuff, books and CDs and personal development. Yeah. And we saved some to the side. We went to a couple of personal development events and then we were able to build this type of life together, right? Uh, because of that personal development. So those are the two tenets, right? We right. talked about equal importance, equal roles. Yeah. Uh, equal importance, not equal roles. Personal development is the other one. Marriage by design, you have equal importance, not equal roles, and you have personal development. People talk about how hard marriage is. Marriage ain't hard. Yeah. Working on you is hard. Right. That's true. And that is something that I'm doing right now is working on myself. Mm -hmm. So that way when I get to my marriage, it won't be easy, but it'll be easier because right. I've been stewarding my single season correctly by working on myself personally. So you, you, you and speak, speak it that marriage will be easy. Our marriage has been easy. It doesn't mean we haven't had bumps. We haven't had challenges. Right. Yeah. But the marriage is been very few, uh, like probably on one hand, you count of times we had to work on our marriage, right? Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't, can't even think of us working on marriage because most of the things people think are marriage problems aren't marriage problems. The personal Personal's development problems. Are problems. Yeah. Like oh, you think you got a marriage problem? We're talking to a couple, and it's like within a few minutes, like no, that's not a marriage problem. You don't know how to communicate. Mm, oh, you think you got a marriage problem? That's not a marriage problem. Like you're an asshole, right? <laughs> Excuse my French if you're French, right? Like. <laughs> If you can only get along with somebody when they do exactly what you want, exactly when you want, exactly how they want, that says more about you than the other person. So marriage shows a lot about a person. It's a very intimate relationship. It shows a lot about a person. The person I'm talking about is not your spouse. Yeah. It's a, it shows a lot about you. Yeah. Right. So so it's 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 all in, if if she's committed to being the best person she could be, I'm committed to being the best person we could be. We have equal, we have clearly defined equal importance, equal role, not equal roles. We have clearly defined roles. When do you really come into a lot of challenges? So when people think, you know what, finances or lack of finance, financial issues is the biggest, you know, leader to divorce. I beg I, I to differ. That's the that's the manifestation of it, right? right? Because we had some serious foreclosure, repossession, been there, done it, all that. It was never, you know, it, it it caused like tension. You have personal tension when just as a single, you have financial problems going on. But we never. 
got at each other because our personal development and we had a clear vision of, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, it's not me versus you, it's us against the problem. So we had a clear vision and we were, you know, we were going after it and we knew that was a temporary situation Mm -hmm. and you don't make long-term decisions based off of temporary situations. And one more thing, baby, I want to add. One more thing, Anthony. Yeah. Mentorship. Yeah. A lot of times we get so, it's crazy how you get a business mentor, uh-huh. you have a personal coach, yep. but where is your couple friends, marriage, marriage mentors? Yep. Where are you looking to, to get that marriage? Hey, they've been married 10 years. Yep. I want my marriage to look like that. Where are we looking to for that? So finding someone that is further along than you that has been married, because that's what we did. The couples that we were, we had several different couples that we looked at. They have been all been married five plus years. And we were like, that's what we want. And so when I was tripping, I was tripping because James was running hard for our business. So when I started tripping, I would talk to the wives and she said, Yolanda, he's working for your vision. He's not home right now at night after you got off work and he got off work because he's working on your vision. He's working on creating this lifestyle for you and your family. Mm. So I could, they checked me. Mm-hmm. It will be more difficult. And I'm going to look at him sideways if James is checking me and James ain't even going to listen. Mm-hmm like most men do, if their wife is trying to check them. Mm. And so because I had another wife that was in the situation, the picture that I was getting mentorship from, I was able to check myself. After she checked me, I checked myself and was like, okay, I'm tripping. And I was able to grow from that because I was tripping. So mentorship is big. Mentorship is big. Yo, today's show, I, I have no words. I mean, I don't, I'm, I mean, I've never fell off the chair. <laughs> It seems like every time you get a dope sister on the show, I just feel like, okay, um, I, I, I'm not going to end the show normal. I'm just going to say, um, yo, I hope you got something today. I did. I mean, that, that was a lot. That, that was a lot. Like marriage by design. I should be designing what I want in my marriage while I'm single. And the reason why so many sisters are having a hard time with that is because they've never seen the the positive example of a man, of a husband, of a father in their homes. So we raise our sisters to be strong, but we're raising some soft men. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to drop their information in the show description. Check them out. Follow them on the ground. Get on Clubhouse. James is on there often. Every time I see James on Clubhouse, I'm going to say, James, shut up. Get your line <laughs> Y'all, it's your boy. We'll see y'all next show. Peace out. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.